Okay. <laughs> You're watching and listening to the Fat Bidding Film Club. And I'm assuming I'm Zan Asli. And I'm Kiali. And as usual, every week we watch a local film and we review it for you. Mm. And t- this week, we are going to watch... Dendam Pontianak. Dendam Pontianak. Okay. okay. <coughs> uh, we watched. Okay, okay. We, I'm very excited about this one. Oh we, my god. We watched. Yes. We watched Dendam Pontianak. Yes, we did. We watched Dendam Pontianak. Oh my god, it's so good. Um. Okay. So, Dendam Pontianak. Is, What's it about? Um, it's a Singapore Malaysia co-production. Um, by Gavin and Glenn. Yeah. I think his name is. Hey, Gavin. What's up? Yeah. And uh, it's about it's it's about it's basically about a Pontianak's revenge, as the title suggests. But and we all know the story of the Pontianak, right? If you're yeah. in Malaysia, Indonesia, or or the Nusantara or Singapore, it's a common uh, folklore. Folklore, folklore. La, right? Yeah, yeah, it's always about the a woman scorn. So it's a woman scorn who died during with, childbirth or whatever. Or with child, ah. and uh, you don't bury her properly. Ah, yeah, so well, that, that's, that's different in different, la, different so, uh, yeah, beliefs so this, In this particular movie, that's and then what she it's comes back about. La, yeah. Then she will come back and take revenge, revenge and suck your blood. Ah, uh, yeah. So um, it basically starts off with a wedding between Remy Ishak Khalid and his wife Siti. And it's then, Remy Ishak, you know, the mama yeah, waiter. We all love Ma! Except we don't, really, we don't really love Remy Ishak in this so much. Really? No, well, I don't. Anyway. Okay. Um, uh, okay, tell well, us what's about. La. Okay, so basically it starts off with this wedding and it's a... It's based it's in the set, 60s. Uh, it's set in 1965 and uh, he's getting married in his kampung. So his whole kampung comes and then everybody's wishing him well. And then uh, he has a younger brother, Reza, who's... Lives like next door with Who's really parents. jambu by the way Who's really jambu Like yeah. oh my god So cute And then they have a best friend Who's played by Tony Tony Yusof Tony Yusof uh, Who his name uh, is uh, Raiz Raiz So Raiz is like Your cool KL man You know uh, He wear, drives uh, wear, Jacket and tie uh, Jacket and tie Sings Gataran Jiwa And then uh, So they're bros la. And um, it starts off With his wedding And then Raiz Like You know Kind of fucks off With the singer The wedding singer and he's like holding her thigh and shit. And uh Ida, Ida, right? Yeah. Ida, and Ida. then he gets up uh, attacked by something. And then the movie. The Pontiana lah. Yeah. Chipons, chipons. Yeah, they call her chipons. Namron, like, Namron. Wow, Namron yeah. calls her chipons. Okay, so 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 And then yeah. the, the film basically goes on from there because Rice is then discovered in front of Remy Isha's house, high up on a tree. Like just kind of put there. <laughs> And he's like bleeding and all that. Dead lah, dead. Dead, dead. Yeah, dead. Attacked by the chipmunks. Dead or. as a damn Doniel. Yeah, so so everybody is. So like, everybody's like, oh, this city. Because she's not from the kampong. She's like from. She's the new wife lah. Fuck all knows where she's from. Uh, she's the new wife. And, and uh, Remy Shah has a son, Nick, who's nine. Mm. Okay. Um, his story is that, oh, this kid was just left at his doorstep and the mother didn't love him, whatever. So he had to take care of the kid. The mother left them, uh, right? The mother yeah. left them. So, uh, 
the whole Kampung people are like turning against the city because they say it's she your brought fault. Evil. You brought like this sial into our Sial! Kau buat sial! Masuk Kampung ni yeah, and you're like screaming at her in the market and shit. And the story basically goes from there, and then we find out that's actually not what happened. Yeah, that's basically the story, lah. Yeah, and then there's a witch doctor who is played by Namron. Yeah, so Namron is like uh, the checkpoints. What Suudin? He he is a yeah, like you said, a witch doctor. Uh, and he he basically is try already trying to like warn. Uh, Khalid. And city, and he's like, bersihkan rumah awak daripada like clean your cleanse your house of these lies or something like that. Uh, it's still not too late. It's still not too late. And then last last towards the end, um, one Hanafi Khalid, Su also has a role. Ah, one Hanafi Su very is like one of our village like elders. Ah, like yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but it was nice to see one Hanafi Su mm. on screen again. I guess yes. So uh, yeah, that's the film. And then in the end, yala. Is there a spoiler? Uh, it's not really a twist because really from the beginning you already kind of know already yeah. that these three guys. Uh, no lah, you shot. don't really know. They, yeah. But we know that they did something. Okay. All right, okay, because wait, they wait. always have this suspicious-looking right. face. Yeah. Let's go into this review first, and then we'll tell you about this, okay? Because it's very important to what I'm about to say. This film is basically a PSA to all fuckboys out there. Number one, don't be a fuckboy. Bad shit will happen to you and your family. Number two, don't be an ally to your fuck boyfriends because bad shit will happen to you first can before we, can it we, hits your fuck boyfriend. Can we define what a fuck boy is? Because if people, okay. the, the demographics <laughs> of the audience, I know some will be younger like you, but those oh, who are rude. my age, some who are my age, who would have no, we, we would not know what the term fuck boy is. Because we used to call it different things. We used to call it the Zan Azli. Uh, but <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what's a fuck boy? So For people in my, in their forties like me, what? So a fuckboy is basically a dude who just dicks around girls with his dick, and then um, like plays on her emotions, and then just chucks her and moves on to the next chick lah. So in this basically film, in my my generation they be known as players lah. Alright. So fuckboy. Yeah, players. So players. basically, player, Khalid no. is a fuckboy. In the 50s. And I love this, by the way. I love the fact that they are so open about the fact that... They have sex. Yeah, they are Malayus and they're smoking and like... Because that was drinking. how it was. Yeah, exactly. But you know, they don't want to show that anymore, right? Yeah. Because you know, we're like... In fact, they were even raunchier. We've, we've apparently strayed so far away from our old values. Yeah. Blah, we blah, used blah, to be, blah. Malaysia whatever. used to be so much raunchier yeah. than now. So they're very it's open about fun. that. And I loved it. With the cabarets uh -huh. and all that, right? Yeah. So it's so obvious that uh, this Khalid is basically a fuckboy and he even admits it but he admits it in a very Melayu way lah I pregnant. was young and selfish and I didn't know any better blah 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 Which blah, is okay, blah. a lot of people get that realisation when they get a little bit older anyway You mm. can't invalidate the way they realise I'm not, I'm not lah, so. but I'm just saying that yeah. the delivery of like owning mm. up to his fuckboyness was like that lah which is kind of why I wanted him dead lah So anyway, he meets this girl, Nina uh, nine years ago and uh, he, he, he fuckboys her and he gets her pregnant and then he basically, she was like very into him and she was like super ready to commit to him but he was like, maybe no lah. So he lies to her and says that he's being arranged marriage and she's like, oh I'm so sad, my heart's broken, I'm gonna go back to Singapore. So he sends her on a bus and uh, she goes back to Singapore but then she comes back on Merdeka Day 1957 and he's like, ta-da, I'm pregnant! 
So he's like, ah, oh, fuck this shit. And instead of taking responsibility <coughs> or like marrying her or anything, they quietly, <coughs> without telling her, him and his bros, yeah, Raiz and, Raiz uh, and Reza. Reza, take her in the car, drive without her telling her, car, without telling her where they're going, uh. drive down this road, and they are basically like they want to bring her for an abortion, to abort the baby to a doctor who but is, but she's like in her third trimester ish. Tabule, tabule. And she's like damn big, okay. So she runs out of the car. So she runs out of the car and uh, the speed and agility that I don't know where she gets it from because I can fucking barely get down the stairs right now. But bitch is like running through banana trees and shit and I'm like I like the banana tree you thing. You go girl. Because Pont- yes. Pontianaks are yeah, known to be to live, you know, the yeah, banana yeah, trees yeah, and yeah. all that. Yeah. So I was like okay. And then um she trips and then suddenly she delivers, goes into labor yeah. and she delivers this tiny rat ass looking thing. Still, stillborn baby lah. Ah, supposedly a stillborn mm. baby. And she's emotional and she's holding the thing with the umbilical cord still like, you know, in between her sarong and shit. And then Khaled, Khaled comes and she's like, comes. you killed my baby, you killed my uh, baby. So both of them go and crazy. She basically, in a fit of all these emotions, says, I'm going to tell everybody about you. Everybody's going to know that you're a horrible person and that you suck and blah, 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 blah. And in a fit of rage, he strangles her. He dies, she dies. And he's like, why did you come back? You should not have come back. Blah, 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 blah. And then she dies. And then all of these bros decide, we'll just bury her lah mm. in the banana plantation. And, and hence all the, what? Ah. The, and then she comes back to while they're about to bury her because they're digging the hole, right? Ah, so that's another thing. PSA, do not help your fuckboy bros dig graves because you end up in the grave first. Before they all die So, uh, as they're digging the hole, the baby cries. You realize that the baby is not still born. So yeah, the baby is actually alive. So uh, that's the his son lah, Nick, that he raises up. So he takes the boy and he feels like this is his redemption lah. Yeah, because yeah. he the minute he he's done strangling her, he says he like, oh my god, like, what have I done? Yeah. Oh my god, please forgive me, blah blah blah. Suddenly he's like super repentant. And, and to be honest, okay. like uh, Khaled and Reza, they both after that incident turn the new leaf. Yeah, up. they except they, for we don't know lah. Raiz evidently seems uh, Raiz still still whatever. player lah. So yeah. yeah, and he gone missing for a long time. Remember then the, the new yeah, the wedding then he came back. That's why they said like oh yeah. Mm. So um, I thought it was a really good uh, because they always make they always demonize the Pontiana and the yeah the, the Pontianas are basically that they're, they're just these bloodthirsty bitches that are just out to terrorize like whole kampongs like this one she had a real solid ass backstory and to me she had a real fucking reason to be angry okay like yeah I would kill a whole village too if I just like you know first got impregnated and then was forced to go for an abortion and then when I tried to save myself, I went into premature labour and then my baby came out seemingly stillborn and then got killed. I got killed and then it turns out, oh guess what, the baby was actually alive. So, her thirst for revenge was very 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 much valid. Yeah. Like, yes. Kill them all. I've never wanted Remy Isha dead so much as I have in this film. Yeah. But he still looks good though, like damn. Like mama waiter. Like so taut and I would brown order a tea ice from him like actually. Like solid, like ah. Oh. He has a bit dirty look like his face. He does not have a dirty Chomot. look. Uh, He's dirty in this film, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So um I I thought it was really it was really fast, right? The film. Yeah, yeah it was quite fast paced. It didn't like waste time with a lot of like these jump scare bullshits. It was very loud though. 
Mm. I don't know if that was like the cinema's fault or what, but it was just very bloody loud all the time. And uh, the, the, it, it invoked a lot of feelings la, for a horror film. Mm. <laughs> I felt so much feelings at the end. Especially when uh, she kind of comes for her son, right? And then her son is like hugging her and and she's like having all this this really emotional moment and I was also getting a bit emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can I review it yes, now? Yes, yes, sorry. Can I say sorry, what I okay. feel about and think about the movie now? <laughs> uh, I remember about 15 years ago, uh, Shohaimi Baba directed a film called Pontianak Harum Sundal Malam. Uh, and I reviewed that film for Kaki Seni at that time. Uh, Pang was my editor, was mm. the editor. And um, that was, it, it reminded me of that film. Mm. Uh, because that was one of the first uh, Pontianak film that was actually done by, uh, written and uh, directed by a female, mm. uh, Shami Baba. And it was a very feministic film. Uh, it did not portray the Pontianak in a bad way at all. Uh, in fact, it justified why the Pontianak came to, to get revenge and try to kill all these men mm. uh, who abused her and all that, right? Mm. Uh, murdered her basically, mm. right? And, and raped her, mm. right? So, so uh, I learned a lot from watching that film because because at that time, I was only first, there was like, I, I first started getting into filmmaking and I first started like critiquing and, and, and reviewing films and all that. And the discussions I had with Pang during those days, just writing that one article uh, opened my eyes into how to actually watch films. Uh, right? Oh, um, I didn't show you how to be a feminist and not be a fuckboy. No, because I was talked to by an, another guy. Oh. Right? Then we would just be mansplaining things to each other, right? So I cannot <laughs> say things like that or else I would get a divorce. Uh, so. <laughs> Ah, so so I, I thought it was nice, and and this film, uh, it, it's a good film, right? It was a very decent, uh, no nonsense kind of film. Uh, it wasn't long, like we said just now. Mm. Uh, it's less than an hour and a half. Very snappy. Yeah, very fast. Uh, and you got everything there. And it, it, this film, it had a bit where you know the the whole village was trying to, we got to get rid of the shaitan. Mm -hmm. And Namron, the witch doctor, said that the boy, this illegitimate child. Who had no role any in any way of the murder of the whatever of the sinful sex just for being born? Suddenly said that this is the son of the devil and we need to get him as well, you know. Yeah. And the whole village went on a witch hunt looking for the Pontianak. I was happy to see that the Pontianak killed all of them. Right? You missed that. You went to pee. I went to pee. But I came back lah. And they were all dead. Yeah, and they were all dead. <laughs> I saw the ending of where Reza got killed and all that lah. Yeah. You know, so uh, it was nice. And how then the Pontianak, who's played by Fazura, mm. came back out, and now no men are involved anymore. Yeah. Right? They're all dead. They're all dead. They're all dead. And Namron just disappeared. Yeah. Good. You know, this, I mean, not for Namron, lah. Namron's a good guy. Yeah. But for his character, just run away, go away, you're a fucking coward. Right? <laughs> uh, so she comes back to see her son, who is not being taken care of by her, his stepmother, who is also pure intentions. And totally innocent. In and totally story. innocent. All so, she did was marry this useless <laughs> man. Yeah. So it shows that the Pontianak now comes back, sees these two innocent people, right? Stepmother and son, who are totally innocent, and but the villagers have been accusing of being the devil, hmm. you know, of being like shaitans and all that. Bringer, bringer yeah. of Sial. Like yeah, and now this Pontianak comes, and to me it felt like she is validating them and actually becoming their guardian angel. It was a switch from a monster, ghost, vampire, Pontiana, switch into a guardian angel. Uh. At, that, at that point of the film, 
it just made me feel like, wow, this whole film ended like that, so good! Mm. You know, I, I love that, that turning point of the Pontianak lah, and how the filmmakers treated the Pontianak. And also her closure. Yeah. That was ah. quite classily done. Yeah. yeah, and she felt like, okay, now kill me, innocent yeah. stepmother, take care of my son, and take me out of this misery. And make him, she said, don't make him a better, a better person. person. Yeah. A good person. Which is great! Yeah. You know, so, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I want to say. Mm -hmm. It's great, great. It's, it's, a good good, good. it's a good film. Decent. So, should everybody watch it? Yes. Everybody should go everybody and watch it in the cinemas. It's and good. Boys. Yeah, yeah. It's already showing in Singapore. It premiered in Singapore, now it's in Malaysia. Yeah. Third week already in Singapore. It just premiered in Malaysia. It's a good, uh, decent, really, decent really film. film. Very decent film. I wouldn't say the best, but decent. Mm -hmm. Enjoyable, thought provoking. It's mm. good, it's good, you know? Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Let us know what yeah. you think, right? <laughs> Comment, like our video, don't like our video, subscribe to the channel, uh, follow us on all our social media platforms at FatBidin, uh, or go to fatbidin.com to get everything. Uh, you're watching and listening to the FatBidin Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shari Busan. Don't be a fuckboy. <laughs>